everyone, welcome back to uh, another episode of Date Hate. I'm Kate, I'm your host. Um, and as always, just a little side note, if you are here and I have personally directed you to this podcast, just know that you're in the right place. Kate is my stage name. Um, but if you don't know me, it doesn't matter. Anyways, happy to have you here. Thank you for being here. You are all wonderful. Um, a couple quick things before we jump into today's episode. First of all, I was talking with a good friend on the phone this week and she was telling me how her whole family listened to this podcast. So I just would like to give a huge shout out to you guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, means the world to me that people are, are listening to these, uh, to my last story. Because last, if you didn't listen to the first episode, it comes from my It's a Classic series where I share these really defining moments of my dating career like these weird experiences i've had or like terrible dates i've been on so if you haven't heard that one yet please go listen to it um it's it's a classic married mutual man speaking of which i have an update for that story who would have thought so i was hanging out with my good friend earlier this week and I'm currently not on dating apps, not because, again, as I'm not like against them or anything, I've been on them before, but I just have other things I'm trying to focus on. The semester's, you know, getting started, and I just had other things I've been worried about the last couple months, so I just haven't been on them in a little bit, but she's getting back on them, um, and she's also like, hey, I want to have some content for the podcast. I'm like, uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm so grateful that you're willing to put yourself out there uh, for this little tiny internet show, but... Um, she told me that as she was swiping through, she saw a married mutual man and, um, here's our update. So he now has mentioned that he's the, the father of, that he mentioned that he's a father because I should clarify in his original, like when I, the first time I saw him, um, in one of his profile photos, like on the mutual app, there was a picture of him with a little kid. Now, if you're not familiar with mutual and I don't know if it's like this on like Tinder or Bumble, I don't think it is, but on mutual for whatever reason. And this is something that I consider to be really odd. Um, and I personally think should be not allowed. People will post photos with their nieces and nephews. They're usually their nieces and nephews. Cause most of the people on there, like, well, clearly aren't married. Um, but sometimes, you know, everyone's like divorced and have a kid, but it's just really weird how they kind of exploit their nieces and nephews who are, you know, honestly, you know, really cute and little and like under the age of like 10. And I'm like, that's so weird. I don't like the idea that you're using a child to garner attention or to, f to facilitate this facade of like, I'm good with kids. Date me. It's like, ah, just it just doesn't sit right with me. So anyway, so he had a picture with what I now understand to be his first child, I almost called him his original child, um, his first child, but I was like, oh, this is probably a classic, like, it's not my kid, like, this is my nephew, and so I didn't, like, think much of it, and then, of course, come to find out, as we all know, that's his toddler, um, and anyway, so my friend found his profile, and on his profile, he mentioned, he's like, I'm a dad to a rad little dude, and we were like, wait a second, are you forgetting something? Are you forgetting that you have another child on the way? I think you need to change that to not just one little dude, but two. So, uh, that's our update. He seems to, uh, be omitting a little sin of omission. But anyways, so back to this friend. So this friend and I were hanging out and she found his profile and then she was like, Hey, Kate, why don't you start like a fun little segment at the beginning of all of your episodes where you share some of like the worst dating profiles you've ever seen. 
because of course it wouldn't be my dating life without having seen some really terrible ones. And I was like, that's a great idea. So we're starting a new segment, uh, Profiles of the Week. I want to kind of, I, I haven't come up with like a fun, catchy name yet. So if you have anything, let me know. But I'm thinking like prolific profiles just because it sounds kind of weird. But anyways, so Profiles of the Week. These can be like the worst profiles. These can be really funny. Um, please submit these to me because every episode I'll be doing like, uh, I will be doing a, this little segment. I'll probably have like three or four. Um, please send them to me. You can just copy and paste the text if you don't want to send me a screenshot. If you want to send me a screenshot, please. I would just absolutely love it. Um, so it'll be super fun. So that being said, these are some of the ones that I, um, cause I have, I have like an album on my phone that's called I Hate dating and I've taken screenshots of the, the online dating profiles and like messages and stuff that I've received. So these are coming from some archives. Um, but in the coming weeks, I want your content. I want your help. I want what you are seeing, um, because it's gonna be a little different for everybody, like what age range you're looking for, uh, where you're living, et cetera, et cetera. So that being said, we're going to dive into this week's pro uh, prolific profiles or profiles of the week. So the first one, this says, you can always find me at a Home Depot buying new tools. We got ourselves a Bob the Builder boyfriend. It's kind of hot and, you know, useful. Um, this person, I uh, love to go on walks or a run as the sun sets. Who's down to light a fire up the canyon? So this one made me laugh and it made this week's one because every time I read it, I read it as who's down to light up the canyon. And so I'm sitting and every time I, I read it like three or four times, I was like, should I call the National Park Patrol or... We're in a mega drought, and this man is pushing for voluntary arson on a dating app. I, it turns out I just can't read. So, there we go. Okay, number two. This, uh, this man, as a 26-year-old, this is a different guy, of his own free will and choice, spelled hot chocolate as hot ch chocolate. <laughs> Sorry, as hot Chocolate. Let me spell that for you. Hot as in H-A-W-T. Chocolate. I don't remember anything else from this man's profile. Just this. I don't, I don't know how to handle that. If that's like a quote or something, please let me know because I read that and I got scared. Okay, last one. This man, I have a job and I like to clean and I like kids. Come and get it, ladies. That's how I imagine that we... It would be read by this man. First of all, that's the bare minimum. The fact that you have a job, you like to clean, and you like children. The bare minimum. Let's all raise our standards. I shouldn't be impressed by the bare minimum. And neither should you. Uh, neither should you. I hope you have high aspirations for yourself. And also, out of all the details you could share about yourself, I feel like you're really grabbing at straws. Like, share something cool, share something weird. How many times have you been rejected that you resorted to those three details? Like, really? Uh, anyways, I will not be coming and getting it anytime soon. Thanks. Okay, so the Okay, so now we're going to get into like the meat of our podcast today. We're doing best and worst date activities. First and foremost, before we get into all the good stuff, thank you to all four of you who filled out this um what is this called? A Google form. Thank you to all of you who filled out this Google form. You are my shining stars and I love you and you are my favorite. So thank you for filling this out. Quick no, um, this, the next episode's Google form will be put on in the, in my bio on Instagram after this has been uploaded. So you can submit your ideas at any point in time. You can submit multiple ideas. Um, 
just I love your content thank you so much um please the more details that you send me the better I want to hear the details if you want to send me screenshots if you want to send me quotes I would be over the moon to receive those the more content the more details the better that's what makes these things fun and I just want to hear all of it I literally want to hear a lot so let's go ahead and get started so again best and worst date activities starting with date activities that should be illegal so I got a the, out of the answers that I got um, everyone gave a thumbs down to hammocking um, I don't know how prevalent this is outside of where I live I feel like it's just you, you know what I live in Utah okay we're just gonna stop tiptoeing okay I live in Utah um, we all know where I live so it's not that big of a deal so I live in Utah and hammocking is like a big it's a big thing here um, I don't know how common that is in like other places amongst college like I feel like it's not like a an exclusive Utah activity but I also have only ever had my college experience here so I don't know it could just be the lens through which I'm processing everything anyways so hammocking no as a first date no um, someone even submitted and I quote wait where'd it go oh um, hammocking as a first date suggesting it is the most massive red flag yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with thumbs up with that. Same energy as, let's just watch a movie. No, we know exactly where this is going. Also, my first date with a guy, I do not want it to be suspended between the trees in a polyester sling. No, thank you. Because then it's also like, okay, we are in such close proximity. We know exactly where this is going. I don't want you to touch me either. Thanks. Okay, other ones we've gotten. Um, going to the hot springs classic skating gosh i hate classic skating i hate ice skating too when it comes to dates because i'm clinging onto the wall the whole time i have zero balance and i'm like what well, if i fall over and knock my front my two front teeth out i'm going to be miserable i'm going to be so miserable and i'm just i'm also not good at it so that probably doesn't help my disdain um Yes. Okay. Someone said ice cream too common. Another person said ice cream. My lactose intolerant self cannot keep going on these first dates. You are a brave soul. You are a national hero um, to continue to go on first dates and eat ice cream in the name of love. You are a saint. I will absolutely pass away if I eat lactose. I have a million food allergies and eating lactose will not make me comatose, but you just don't want to be around me. No one wants to. <laughs> just, I don't even want to be around myself when I've eaten lactose. It's so sad. Um, it's really annoying. I don't care how hot you are. I just simply will not be eating ice cream for you. Don't push it. Okay. Um, other ones we've gotten. Um, getting together to, in quotes, make a treat. I never want to go to a grocery store to buy ingredients with another boy ever again. I agree for several reasons. So first one, there's just something about being watched while I cook that's unnerving. I don't know what it is. I don't like it. I've, and I've seen so many tweets that are like the the incomparable anger I feel when other people are in the kitchen when I'm cooking. You know, it's oddly infuriating to have someone else cooking while I'm cooking. And yeah, for whatever reason, it's just unnerving. If anyone has a logical explanation, please let me know. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And I don't know, just something about like... And also, like, not, not, certainly not to be woe is me, but it's like, with all the, with all the stuff that I can't eat, it's like, let's go to the grocery store and let, let's make a treat. I'm like, you're not going to want to eat what I eat. 
you are not going to want to eat something made out of tapioca starch. And no, you are just simply not. I can promise you right now, let's just alleviate the pain and do something completely not food related. But again, just if anyone else feels awkward about making a treat on a date where you're not dating, please say I. Raise your hand and say I. I. Okay. So, yes. Also, I'd like to note to note really quickly before we move on that the same person that said ice cream was too common, not the not the lactose warrior, but the person that said ice cream was too common. Um, they say just for the first date, you can't ban ice cream from a relationship. It's very important. Um, I'm going to go back and say that I'm going to refer back to my previous notes with this footnote of I will absolutely pass away if I eat lactose. So that is a, I can't do that, but I'm, I'm happy for you. And ice cream looks really great. I just can't do it. And yeah. Okay. So next question. When was the time you went on a date where the activity was atrocious? Share any and all details. I want to hear it. Okay. So first of all, someone said, I haven't had a really bad date. Haven't really had a terrible date experience. Well, it's coming for you. Um, okay. Next one. Anytime it's a physical activity and the guy's expectations of my performance are super high. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Wait, wait, I messed this up. Guys, guys. Okay. Um, I need to backtrack and because there are only like four of you that are listening, I'm not, and I don't know anything about tech. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go back. So I have some, I have like one last date activity that I absolutely hate. So bear with me. Thank you. Um, bowling. Why didn't anyone say bowling? Why aren't we talking about this? Anything that requires me to share a sweaty, barely sanitized piece of equipment with strangers, it's not happening. I will not be partaking in such an activity. Now, let me say this. The only time that I will voluntarily use pre-used sweaty, barely sanitized equipment is like skydiving. I'm going to put on that little, I almost called it a beanie, um, not a, what is it? Harness, a harness. I don't know where the word beanie came from. I'm going to put on that harness and I'm going to like it. Okay. Now I've gone skydiving a couple of times. Um, never for a date. I also don't know if you should do that as a date unless you've been actually dating because I, that to me just sounds really traumatizing and not very cute. But, um, bowling really, we're still even in the age of a pandemic, we're letting bowling alleys thrive. We're really. And the fact that some people call it a sport, Let's raise our standards, everyone. Let's raise our standards. I don't get it. It's a no from me. And it's so awkward because if it's not a group activity, and we'll get into group activities later, but if it's not a group activity, one of you is always up at the lane and the other person's waiting in those crusty plastic chairs. You know what I'm, yes, they look like, okay, you know, like baby bell cheese wax. I feel like those chairs are made out of baby bell cheese wax. Like they just give me that vibe. They're just molded weird. I don't like it. It just makes me very uncomfortable. And this, and the bowling screens, like the little TV screens there always have weird graphics that have not been updated since the eighties. And they always get the bowling balls, like eyes and stuff and white gloves. And I just, I can't do it. So yeah. And then if it's a group activity, still not fun. I've never, like, I, I can't think of a time where I've been excited to go bowling. Also, when I want to celebrate or do something fun, bowling is not what comes to mind. Same with skating. This was mentioned previously. Someone said classic skating and ice skating, and I am on the same team as you, my good friend. Um, 
No, I don't have any balance. I think I mentioned this yet. Don't have any balance. Um, also, it's really awkward because the person who suggests the date is usually way better at it. I don't find your skating skills to be particularly attractive. If anything, I'm like, how are you this good? Don't you have a job? Don't you have, like, other things you want to do? Unless maybe you did it in high school. I don't know. But as an adult, I don't know. Read a book. Play the guitar. Um, th but this connects back to our previous thing where, um, yeah, kind of the same thing. Physical activity and the guy's expectations of my performance are super high. So we're going back to the other question. And it's the same energy. It's like, I feel like if someone invites you to do some kind of weird sport thing, it's like, let's go on this, like, extreme hike or, like, let's go play croquet which i have an experience about later they're always way better at it and they're using it to like show off their dominance to you in terms of athletic abilities and as previously mentioned i'm not impressed by it and if anything i'm like well you brought me here to look like a dingus and i don't really want to be here right now so and i'm okay to like mess up and make mistakes like that's not the issue and i'm, I'm totally good on like to try new things but it's like you can just tell when someone's like, I am I am a sports warrior and I just don't like it. So okay. Next one. This person said their worst date activity was solo bowling as in not a group setting. Did I not just talk about how offensive that is? Um then Nickel City, which is an arcade here um in Utah, and then Brick Oven, which is a, a pizza place here. Um in quotes, this was a six hour date from hell. Six hours? Oh gosh, I no, I would have called in sick. I would have called my roommates and been like, please tell me one of you broke your legs. I'm come one of you broke your own legs. I'm coming home. So also the person that submitted this, um, we're doing a fun little interview for our next episode, and I'm so excited to hear all the details because you guys I don't know it. So you can look forward to that one if you want to hear the story of Solo Bowling, Nickel City, and Brick Oven, the six hour saga. Okay. Next, what are date activities you actually enjoy or ones you would like to at some point? So what I've noticed from these, oh wait, oh my goodness, I can't believe I missed this. Sorry everyone. Um, last date idea that was atrocious. Having a double date dinner at her uncle's house. Among a myriad of other problems, he took a picture of all of us just in case any of us get e end up getting married. Let me repeat that. Just in case any of us end up getting married. What? Now I'm gonna need some more context. Whoever submitted this, if you would send me some more context, please. Like, was this a first date? Was this, like, did you know it was gonna be at her uncle's house? Like, I don't know. Also, was this a fun uncle or was this the creepy uncle? Given the fact that he hosted a double date dinner at his house and he took this photo with said um, intentions, I'm gonna go with he was the weird uncle, not the fun one. Yeah. And this is going to get me into my thoughts on group dates slash double dates and why I want to just never go on one again, why I absolutely want to abolish them by court of law and never have them again. So I can hate on a group date. I just feel like those only work if you are in like a coupleship already. Um, it, the expectations are whack. Like you don't, it's like, it, it's always like this other, the other couple, like whether they're dating or they're married and like, oh my gosh, we want to set you up with so-and-so. And then you go and you're like, well, you guys know how to all act around each other, but I don't know this person. And now it's awkward. And now you guys are acting like a couple and I don't know what to do. And, ah, uh, it's just really uncomfy. Um, I just don't like it. And then you don't really get to know your date because you feel like you have to like work the whole crowd. And I 
don't appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. So I have a quick story um, about a double date. So I can't forget how I thought, I thought I was going on a date with this guy who I, he was really cute. I was kind of into him, you know, whatever. And he was like, yeah, we're going to go get dinner. And I was like, great. You know, I'll, I'll get to know him better. No big deal. So he comes pick me up. We are driving to dinner. And then all of a sudden I realized we're not like heading towards any like main road or where restaurants would be. No, he pulls into his apartment complex parking lot. And I just, I'm thinking, I'm so confused because my first thought was, is this man trying to cook for me? I, again, have too many food allergies. This would be a mess. And then, is he trying to murder me? I'm so confused. He just turns to me and then goes, hey, we're picking up my cousin and his date because we're going on a double. Is that okay? And in my brain, I'm going, no, of course that's not okay. Of course it's not. I hate doing this. And then having a surprise double date, not a fun surprise. Don't do that to me. Yeah, I, I certainly was not enthused. Was not a fan. Okay. Um, yes. All right. Ooh, I need to tell my croquet story. Okay, everyone, I'm backtracking. And then we'll get into the good date stuff eventually. Okay, bad date activity stories. Okay, here's my personal one. This is about croquet. Um, let me, so I met this guy on Bumble. Um, he seemed really cute, normal, funny. And I was like, okay, you know, just like all the things that you would hope when you swipe on someone that you're like, yeah, I am interested in getting to know them. So we agree that we're going to meet up and play croquet. There's like a, there's a, well, I don't want to, okay. Um, it's, it's this like fun center, which sounds terrible, which does not sound fun. It sounds, that sounds much akin to a commune or a compound or whatever the word is. But, um, I think I wanted the word compound, but he said, yeah, let's meet up and let's play croquet. And I said, okay. So we show up to this fun center and, uh, it's an arcade. It's, it has a, it has a wave rider simulator thing. It has a ropes course. And I think there's a, I think there's a, uh, a roller coaster in there, but I could be mistaken given that I've only set foot in there once and hopefully never again. But he and I meet up to go play croquet and let me paint this picture for you. So I see this man, and first of all, looks nothing like his photos. He's Those photos were at least five years old. At least. Um, he's wearing khaki shorts with little anchors stitched on them. Um, very just fifth grade vibes. I'm getting fifth grade vibes. Tennis shoes with the khaki shorts and then a graphic t-shirt. I have a whole episode planned out where we will talk about fashion faux pas when it comes to dating, but... In case you want a sneak peek, I don't do graphic t-shirts. It's fine if it's from Vans or I don't know, any other place that's like semi-cool. But if you have a shirt that's like sarcasm loading or my pet is a dinosaur, I don't know, whatever graphic t-shirts you get at say Walmart, and not to hate it, like I'm not being classist here, but just, you, you know, you know the type, you know the type and I... I can't do it. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm getting. And I'm thinking, all right. So we get up to go play croquet and we kind of chat and we had to keep waiting. It took forever because there was a group of high school kids in front of us and they were taking forever and dinking around. So I'm thinking, okay, this is going to take 10 billion years. So let me just give you the highlights. So we are playing croquet and 
I automatically got the sense I'm like, we are not, we're not going to click. Not because he was mean or rude, but I was just thinking this is not, we're, our humor is different. You are almost 27 and I, uh, yeah, I'm just not doing, I'm not dealing well with this. So it really got bad though when he gets on the ground and starts shooting the ball with his mallet like a pool stick. So imagine this, he's on, like, on his stomach in this sort of, like, Spider-Man position. And he, he's closed one eye and he's narrating how he's trying to shoot the croquet ball with his mallet like a pool stick. And again, this man was almost 27. And I'm scared at this point. I want to go home. Uh, he also uh, continues to narrate and then tells me that the that I have to stand in, like, a deep sumo squat and... Uh, hit the ball that way, like between my legs. And I said, no. And usually I'm up to do whatever, but I'm like, um, no, I was uncomfy at this point. He then turns to me and goes, tell me a secret. And I said, uh, you tell me a secret because what am I supposed to, what am I supposed to say to that? And like, I, I get it. He wasn't really being serious, but I'm so just disinterested. 15 minutes in, I would like to leave and I'm yet still here. So he tells me some weird trauma about him being a fat band kid growing up. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. Don't put your trauma on me on a date. This has happened to me way too many times. Um, then at the very end, once we get through this really painfully awkward croquet course, he goes on this weird rant about the Golden Compass books, which I've never read, never had a desire to. And it was so out of the blue. We went from talking about like surfing um and then he's like hey have you read the golden compass books i'm just was bewildered for the last 10 minutes so anyways i ended up passing on that one we just kind of mutually ghosted each other we could tell we were just not on the same playing field and now i'm croquet boy free so there we go okay now we're actually going to get to the positive things um and i'm gonna do a different segment Okay, we have arrived at the very last section of our podcast today. We finally got here. I'm so sorry <laughs> to which we took a couple U-turns, but we're back. So, positive dating experiences. Let's get into those. We're talking first about date activities that you actually enjoy or ones you would like to at some point. And this is what I've come to the conclusion um, about these ideas. Based off of my four people that responded to me, which is obviously a very solid testing pool. Any date idea which you have that you might think that the other person might think is weird probably isn't. They too are probably very tired of going on waffle love dates. So take your pick from one of these. Okay, so we have walks in parks are good. I love a good walk in the park. So fun. Pickleball is fun. Yep. Farmer's market, painting, movies. I don't really like movies, but all right. I like a movie you can discuss, but I feel like you can do that later in your, your dating uh, things. Okay. Um, high key, low key, basically a walk hiking. Yep. Good old dinner picnics. Um, I love any and all food treats that happen. Also, I had a really good date one time where we went to all the Halloween stores in town and just made fun of stuff. All right. That's your vibe. I, but actually, no, I enjoy a good date where if you can sense the other person and like work in terms of their sense of humor. Um, cool. Great. I one time went on a date with a guy and this was years and years ago. Um, and we went on a, we, what did we do? I don't know what we did first. 
And then we were outside. Oh, there's like a botanical gardens place in Utah called Thanksgiving Point. They have like a botanical garden. Like, is it botanical? I don't know. But basically, they have some. There's some plants outside. And so we were outside by the plants, and it must have been around prom because there were all these kids in their cute little prom outfits. And so we sat there and we rated their prom outfits, and it was great. It was fun. I hope that guy's doing well. Don't know where he's at these days, but I hope he's doing good. So fun, you know. Um, same energy. Okay. Uh, dinner or lunch as the first dates, picnics, hiking, museums, game nights with friends. This is more of a hangout, but those are more low key and less stressful. Mm -hmm. Study dates. If you've already gone out a few times, floating the Provo river, paddleboarding. Cool. Um, really quick. I, I like dinner dates, but lunch dates, I feel like I'm on a reality TV show. I really do. I, do, I don't know why, but I always feel like I'm on a reality TV show when I go on a lunch date. Uh, it, I don't know why it just does that for me. Okay. Cool. And let me think. Oh, dating activities that I actually enjoy. I did a really fun one where we went to a lookout point and we painted the sunset and we just used like watercolors and stuff. I planned that. I was pretty proud of myself. And then that was the last date I went on with that guy. Um, but that's okay. It was still fun. And I like basically any date where you are doing something where your hands are busy or like you are physically doing something because then you don't have to feel like you're just staring at them for an hour, right? Again, a walk, totally great. I'm always happy to go on a little stroll. Happy girl when I get to do that. I also like to go on power walks, but usually I do that with my girlfriends and not my, not my, the guys that I'm interested in because usually I get kind of sweaty and kind of gross. Um, yeah, super fun. All right. Um, okay. Last one. Got any stories about good date activities to share? So someone said, um, someone I dated once made a list of questions like play us a song for this situation or play a song that makes you feel this way or play a song that reminds you of something or this or that. It was really cool because I love listening to music and it showed me that the person was very interested. How creative is that? I like that. That is a great idea. Probably something you'd want to do with someone you've known for a while or throw them a wild card and do it on your first date. That's okay too. Um, next one. La 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 la. You heard this one, but I went stargazing with a boy I really liked, and we put a beanbag in his truck and went off roading. It was super fun because we already knew each other super well. The key, again, there's already prior connection. If you ask someone on a hammocking date or a movie date or a date such as this without really knowing them, bad vibes, really bad vibes. You just want a Nickmo. Also, for all of my non Utah people, Nickmo. <laughs> This is so ridiculous. Stands for, I'm going to need a dictionary. Maybe I'll put it on the Instagram page so you can reference this at a later time. NICMO stands for non-committal makeout. Yep. Let me repeat that. Non-committal makeout. And yeah, we'll just leave that there. Um, and the last one, literally, please interview me about the date from hell. And again, as a kind of a little teaser for our next episode, I will be interviewing this dear person about their, their six hour saga. And I can't wait to hear it because I haven't heard it either. Um... But yeah, I'd have to say the best dates I've been on are, are ones where you actually listen to each other because I, oh my gosh, okay, this is a fun little date story to wrap this up. So there was a guy, I went on literally two dates with him. We met on Mutual and we went out for dinner once and then we like watched a movie and then he was like gone for a week so we didn't see each other going on any more dates and then we, we went on another date and just, it was super boring. It was super, super boring. I can't, I literally can't remember what we did. It wasn't, it must have not been noteworthy enough, but he talked about himself the entire time. 
I kid you, no, this is how bad it was. So by the end of the second date, I was just kind of getting fed up and I just wasn't having it. And he made some stupid comment like, hey, like we should like hang out and stay out till like really, really late, like 4 a.m. And I'm thinking, no, I want to go home and go to bed. And he was like, come on, come on. And I'm thinking, no, my skincare. And mainly, I don't want to be around you because you're weird and you're self-centered. So he was just, he was like trying to egg me on and trying to, to get me to like stay out later or whatever. And I, and again, he kept talking about himself and somehow we got to the point where I basically looked at him. I said, name three things I like to do. Name them. He could, he sat there and was like, uh, for at least 30 seconds. I have not seen this man to this day. He did slide in my DMs the other day from one of my Instagram stories, but also has not, and I've responded because I didn't want to be mean, but I didn't respond with a way that he could have really easily responded to, but he has not, he hasn't even read the message since, so I'm thinking whatever. My one friend mentioned, she said, I wonder if you didn't respond fast enough, and he, he like, messaged a bunch of girls at one point in time, and then you didn't respond fast enough, and so he went out with those other girls instead of you, and I'm thinking that's totally fine because I, you could have replaced me with a, with a mannequin and he probably would have just kept on talking. Anyways. So that brings us to the end of our best and worst date activities episode. Thank you to everyone who participated, sent in your things. Um, please send in your thoughts for our next episode. You are all wonderful and my favorite and thank you for listening please spread the word send the google form to your friends to your family members and yeah spread the word about day hate okay happy hating